Hi, everybody. <laughs> Love technical difficulties. This is Melissa here, and um, we are here today at Come Out of Your Shell with Ann Klein. She is um, a coach and um, speaker of um, of deep truths. Deep <laughs> truths. And I got to be a guest at one of her conferences earlier this year. So I wanted to bring her on um, for you guys to meet her because she's amazing. And I wanted you to see what she has to offer um, to help you come out of your shell. Anne? Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, I guess I'll start by sharing who I am. Yes. Um, I, I am an educator, you know, a constant, never-ending expander, expanding being. And I love supporting other people in doing what I'm doing for myself. I'm constantly finding the next level, uh, plugging in to what's available, becoming a bigger version of myself. And that, I mean, it like, makes life absolutely lip-smacking. So um, currently, I am the founder and director of Spirit River Coaching. And what you're seeing in a picture behind me is the retreat center property that, that Spirit River is on. And I'm in the process of creating the, I created the classroom and now I'm in the process of negotiating and gathering lodging that will expand the property so people can nice. come and stay and paddle on the river and connect with the deep authentic that's within, you know, it seems like when you step on uh, in certain places, you just mm -hmm. automatically, it's like your authentic says, hello, <laughs> when you step there, like, hello, it, it wakes up your authentic nature and, and sets it in motion. So, <clears throat> you know, there's so much clutter around us. There's so many uh, contrasting signals. There's so much static electricity. There's so much clutter that it can be very easy to lose your navigational system. And, and to me, the navigational system is our, our heart, our intuition, our emotions, our feelings, our gut. Often the things that people have spent decades trivializing about the female, the right. female intuition is actually now starting to be acknowledged as superpower. And, and men and women both have it. So I, I started out as an artist uh, and a teacher. I taught high school art for 17 years and I became a, a national board certified master teacher. It sounds mystical, doesn't it? That's but awesome. it, it, was, it was a way to, and there were only four other art teachers in our state who, who had accomplished that. It's, it's a fairly intellectual deep dig and wow. it, it's a metacognitive process where you're thinking about the way you think. You're, you're it, it kind of like listening to the listening hearing and seeing what's underneath the overarching structure of what you're doing. So it, it was, um, you know, approving that instead of just having taken classes, I could take a student from here to here. I would observe and see the person take them from here to here. When I left teaching, I, I, I always had been a studio artist, but I always was interested in many things at one time. I feel like we are incredibly gifted humans and we have many, many, um, possible directions that we can explore. And the more of those directions we explore, the more whole that we feel. So I jumped out into um, COOing a small tech company. I'm working on, uh, I, re, I, re, I uh, redesigned the platform, the tech platform, the, the way people use it. I engage with a tech team from India once a week or twice a week. But my passion is to get back into what I did as a teacher, but with adults. 
So now I'm, I'm really expanding my coaching business. It's a, I'm a transformation coach. I'm a life coach. But transformation is that really courageous, deep digging and the practicing of the new habit or the new understanding. Because I, it's, I've heard this so many times that between in vitro and seven years old, you create all of your paradigms for, for your life, all of your rules, your beliefs, the structures that guide you in your life. Hmm. So if you never upgrade, think about often we update our phone to right. the next ISO or the next operating system because there are things, quirks, things that were resisting, you know, the flow and they mm -hmm. reprogram those. So years ago when I was leaving this teaching job that I loved, I felt forced out. I felt like a victim and I jumped into a Tony Robbins because somebody said, you walk on hot coals. And I'm like, what? Uh, man, if I, if just, if I walk on hot coals and it must be, it must be doable. I mean, thousands of people do it. Right. I, I just decided that, I mean, what might happen if you, if you expose yourself to doing something so different that you never thought you could do and you do it, what would that open? So Good. it started opening all sorts of, and I did that in the classroom with clay. We'd take a ball of clay. Kids would, within a short while of, of being taught, they would make some beautiful thing with that clay mm -hmm. and something that they never thought they could do. It would surprise them. So the premise of my coaching is to support people in that really fantastic journey of knowing their stock, knowing they're meant for more, and they can't figure out why they can't navigate through to more and how to just uh, support them in finding their greatness and, and stepping through to the next level and the next and the next and the next and the next and so on and so on and so on. <laughs> I love that. And it's like, you know, you talk about um, reprogramming yourself. And I think that's so powerful because if you think about how you were when you were seven and how you are now for at least for me, 40 years later, um, how different and how many other experiences you've walked through. But I love how you challenge people to invest in themselves and to, to take that time because it is an investment in yourself and it does take time and it's not an overnight thing and it's not a one and done. And I think a lot of people mistake, um, like self-help things and self-help, you know, or self-care as a one and done or as, Oh, we kind of brush it off. Sometimes, you know, we'll say, Oh, I, I take care of myself. I go to the gym. I do this, I do that, but we're not looking internally. And I think that's where the true self-care comes. Um, and then it permeates to, you know, taking yourself to the gym and, you yeah. know, all yeah. the other I mean, when you think about it, our, our exterior echoes our interior. So as vast as the universe we can see is, what do you, how fast do you think it is inside? Like, yeah, I, I, just, I just feel there are no, there's no edge to what yeah. we can investigate about ourselves, And if you want to be a scientist and explorer and you want to go into the, the biggest uncharted territory that exists, to me, it's in internal. So you That's can start really looking, good. yeah, in there. And so because of my deep connection with, I mean, we've always, since I was one, my parents had taken us camping 
and we'd spend, I'd spend my birthday in the woods and uh, spend a month camping. I always knew without people telling me that was a place to reconnect with your deepest humanity, your deepest being. And so the retreat center that I've created for decades, I did nonprofit work with tree planting and educating and things like that. And finally I decided I could probably be more powerful doing it myself, you know, buying my own piece of property, stewarding yeah. my property. So right now my, my big, my big expanded uh, vision, I, I like to say this because I like to draw people towards my community who are big thinkers and they've got big things to do. So, I mean, I, I was raised by a teacher and a stay at home mother, two intelligent humans who are constant, they're constantly learning and growing. They're now 97 and 88. They're still teaching me things. Yeah. But the, the education I got, the spiritual education and the authenticity that I got exposed to in the woods made me crave this like service work in the environment. And then finally getting my own piece of it. And now it, it's an opportunity for me to steward property get people onto that property to feel it, to, to engage in it, to yeah. engage with themselves and to um, demonstrate luxury in, in tandem with stewardship, like mm -hmm. making money, having a viable business that is supporting beautiful land that it's on. So it's, it's kind of like um, it's an overarching like masterpiece that I'm putting together and, and, I have a, I'll have a studio, uh, a studio for art there. So as people oh, are in retreat, they're like digging into clay or we're even canoeing out and getting clay and making something with that clay so that we're mm -hmm. in elemental creative spaces and whether or not you're an artist or a creator, we're all creators. So mm -hmm. we're all artists in my world. So whether or not you consider yourself an artist doing something creative opens the door to the next idea for you, you know, the next thing, the next possibility. So don't you love this life, Melissa? I mean, I do. <laughs> I do. And, you know, I, I think it's so cool because like your passion and your, who you are, you're getting to live that out because you had the boldness to go after it and to, to, to not, shirk and fear or um the what ifs you know i had a guest that talked about how we're all afraid of failure um but we're also afraid of success sometimes so we're afraid of kind of stepping out there and really truly succeeding and having everything that we hoped and dreamt you know because does that really happen you know it's almost like we doubt does can can i really have have it all can i be it all and and really just like you said there's no end to what we can do or what we can become. We are our own limit, I think. Yeah. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. You're but... not wrong. <laughs> We're the only one putting the limit on. I mean, exactly. It, for people who are struggling, it might be hard to hear it. But what if that's true? I mean, what yeah. I like to say to people is, if, if someone comes up with an idea or a thought that they've proven for themselves and you're not, you're not certain about it, what if it were true? What right. could that what could that create? So even if you're skeptical, what if it was possible, you know, to be able to open your mind to that? And and your point about the fear of failure and success—they're really the same, right? 
the mm-hmm. same energy. And I realized not too long ago that mine was a fear of, of success. Um, yeah. It seemed like a fear of failure. But then what I would be asking myself, I mean, if you really get quiet and listen to what you're saying in there, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you really saying? Yes. I was saying, oh, sure. What if I start it and it's, it's successful, but I can't maintain it? What if I can't maintain it and I flop? Mm. So, uh, you know, that took me, there's all these deep dives we can do and they're all, each one is fascinating. But recently, even though I've done all this personal development and, and expansion work, recently I had another thing that took me all the way back to two years old, mm. being, being disciplined as a two-year-old and looking around in the space, like seeing myself in there, seeing yeah. my dad in there, seeing my family in there with me, what I, mm. what I was perceiving was happening, the shame I felt the the and and it related to actually my calendar i was overbooking my calendar mm-hmm. i was showing up late for things and i don't show up late for things i was showing up late for a, a training that i was so supporting people in coaching it was a a large coaching container with like 160 adults and 20 oh, wow. 30 coaches and then some lead trainers and I really was eager to participate and be a coach there because I had been a student there and it was really, really transformational. And I, w- I was late, the first meeting, the second meeting, the third. And they pulled me out in front. I was humiliated. I mean, I was so embarrassed <laughs> because I don't <laughs> want to. I, I, I had a thing about not wanting to be wrong in front of the group. I had a thing about why, why I was late. I had a thing about my schedule and with, with some, some support from some friends who are coaches, we would dig on each other's, on each other's little vulnerabilities. We dig in there and it took me to two years old and I was able to see something new. I knew those things occurred, but I was able to see something I never saw before and shift it. And it's changed. It's changed so many things. And what I find absolutely gratifying is that you, if you have the tools, you, you'll be on a never ending, fascinating journey with yourself. And it changes your whole world. It changes your relationships. So yeah, be the change. It's yes. As you know, the work, the interior work is, it pays you so many dividends and then it's so it's, it's a courageous work because you have to look into some painful points. Maybe you've, covered them over very successfully and put insulation there, <laughs> sure. siding, stone, cement, right, exactly. <laughs> steel. Yep. It can even seem like you took care of it, but there's another layer. There's another layer. Yeah. So, yeah. So when I can't get through simply and shift, I, I just roll up my sleeves and know that that particular stagnation I'm feeling there's a gift mm-hmm. there's a gift in it right and I love that you know I don't know about you but the people that I've encountered along the way the personal growth and the development and the the coaching and just learning about yourself and, and why you do what you do the people that I have met along the way they hold you to a different standard they hold you um with accountability and it's 
necessary. I think it's necessary because people can point out things that sometimes we don't want to see in ourselves. And um, I struggled with that fear of success recently, and you know, and, and it, it stems back to way back in the day of and your feeling of worth and being worthy of having that success and kind of self-sabotaging. So um, having people come alongside and say, no, you are not quitting and no, <laughs> you're going to face this. And, you know, it, it's invaluable to me. Um, yeah. And to have them say, you are at such an exciting point. You are so <laughs> close to your next breakthrough. Right. It's then you, you know, you know that I guess for me, when someone's going to expose something down deep like that, I could feel judged, humiliated. Mm-hmm. I could be closing up, but if I'm with those people who are transforming themselves, I mean, it, or, or coaches that we choose as coaches, coaches for coaches, right? Then we know that we know their intentions or right. they're not, they're not here to criticize. They're here to support us in shifting. And so, yeah, isn't it beautiful to be around people who are growing constantly and open to new yes. interpretations. Yes. So your property, um, are you going to have like conferences there? Are people going to sign up and come and, and be coached by you? Will you have retreats? I know I love the getting away, getting into nature because we talked about it before where everything gets quiet when you are in your spot. Like mine is the water, 100%. Um, I can be having a bad day and go to the water and everything just kind of just realigns itself for me. I may not always have the answers, but at least I'm on the path to where I can get there. Um, so yeah, I, you, so you're, when you're in that place, it takes away the extra clutter and then you can hear again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my, my place right now is a classroom, a place where people can come a small group, eight to 10 people and have a, a, a retreat. So either I will be leading those retreats or coaches I know who want to have a retreat at that spot can, nice. can come and do that. And as I expand and, and get the lodging there, it, it will make it bigger. It'll add some land formations, some, a rock canyon to it and a little beach. And so early morning paddles, nice. eagles coming through these rock canyons with trees, white pines, red pines, sugar maple. It's it's absolutely beautiful swimming in the river. When I stay up there, like I'm going there after this interview. So I'm finishing painting the structure that is the 1929 cottage that I've turned into a classroom. That's and when beautiful. I go there, by the end of the day, I'm so, I'm so grubby from painting. And I <laughs> hike down with a bar of soap and some shampoo and I jump in the river. <laughs> That's awesome. And I come up, it's dark. There are fireflies. I come up in the <laughs> dark and uh, I sleep on the floor right now in there. So <laughs> good. That's awesome. And what that's doing is I'm, I'm getting an opportunity to, to go to visualize where I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm in the place. I'm looking around. I'm seeing things. I'm seeing a platform for outdoor education, yoga near the river, near the top of the cliff where people can see the river as there, maybe there's an outdoor session that you're coaching or someone's coaching. So I'm seeing these places showing up for me and the plans are laying themselves out. The blueprints are laying themselves out as I do the work. 
So you were talking about, you, you said something about steps. Sometimes we don't know our next step. And sometimes I go right to the spot where I know what's going to happen. And then I stand there and I can see the next, the next thing. Or I was, I was waiting to put an offer in on the next property. There seemed to be some, some holdup with it. And I thought, you know, we are the source in our lives. So I thought, what do I have that's unfinished around me that I could finish? And maybe that will open something. Mm-hmm. So the painting, I'm staining, <laughs> staining the exterior, uh, working hard and enjoying the hard work. And yeah. it is, as I'm doing it, I'm getting people call, someone shows up, something comes into my mind. So yeah, these are the things that we share, you know, as you and I, as we go on our journey, then we, we love it and we love the feeling of it and we share it with others. Yeah. I get so excited sometimes when I write something like it won't even be completely finished. I'm like, Oh, I want somebody to read it. Tell me what they think, you know, (laughs) and, and give me their perspective. And, and, um, it's, it is fun. I like to keep the vision in front of me. Like you, you know, you go to your spot and you can see more because you see how far you've come and what has opened up for you. Um, because you're, being bold and and taking the steps and you know you can't take you can't go forward if you're not taking a step so and it can be a small step um or a big step it could be a phone call a phone call to an assessor it could be uh, a phone call to somebody that you that you want to talk to to bounce an idea and then three other things could open for you so yeah there is that there is that just like success and failure being connected there is that one step or too many steps. Yeah. So on the one side is just, yeah. What is the next thing? What is the very small next thing? Yep. And I think um, what I have found is if you, if you try to get to, like you can have a, a really big vision and there are steps that you have to take to get to the very end, you know, some people have like this bird's eye view or, you know, is it eagle eye view where you can just, you see something that's really far off and you kind of get daunted by it. But if you just take it as, okay, this is where I am today. This is what I'm doing today. And then the doors, they just kind of open and they just keep opening. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. So could I ask you a question? Yes. What are you working on right now? What's, oh, what's so captivating many. you right now? Um, so my, um, <laughs> lots of things. Um, my newest book, um, is, um, a very challenging and fun book because I'm writing it, um, a bunch of short stories about, um, <laughs> situations that come up in dating that you just never expected. Um, so it's kind of a lighthearted, humorous book for me. And yeah. the past few books have been very, you know, heavy. So, I was like, I want people to see that I'm actually, you know, kind of funny and I can tell a good story without, you know, making you cry. Um, (laughs) So yeah, that's that's a big thing for me. Um, Also working on um, the screenplay and the movie of the other, of my story. So pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. That's fabulous. Yeah. So So I guess um, I, I love to invite people to, to ask themselves the question I just asked you. And I ask myself regularly, what am I, what exciting thing are you working on? What's mm-hmm. in your mind? What 
keeps tapping you on the shoulder. What is life asking you to go do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, this is so fascinating. There's so many really great coaches and there are so many really great um, support possibilities for people to take next steps in their lives. And yes. I, I mean, I want to encourage people to, to sometimes taking the next step is saying yes to a program. Uh, in my community, I offer multiple layers of, of opportunities for people. Mm-hmm. And some people stay on the surface of transformation and they never really step in. And so I've been, um, you know, really calling people to, to be courageous, to step fully into their life and not just pretend by being connected to 50 or 60 personal development possibilities to take one seriously and go in. There, there are incredible people who are doing incredible things. And if, if you are one who is not able to complete, then look to somebody, look to yeah. somebody and expedite, you know, expedite your trajectory. You're here, you're here in this blink of an eye and in your infinite, infinite existence. You're here in this life. Why not get the most out of it? Why not maximize your time and all the feelings that you get to feel? all the satisfaction, the possibility. Yeah. And you've challenged me even recently in the emails that you sent, you know, and in getting connected. And it's true. It's easy to be um, surface level with, with several different things. It's almost like, I kind of like compare it to Facebook, you know, because you can have a thousand friends on Facebook, but they're really more just acquaintances, you know, who is it that you call at the end of the day and say, I can't believe this just happened. And then they coach you through it or, you know, or they laugh with you about it or whatever. And uh, this personal development um, path that people get on, I think can get convoluted because you're like, oh, I'm connected to so-and-so and so-and-so, but are you really connected and are you making yourself vulnerable and putting yourself in a position where people can really help you to transform and help you to be that person that you are on the inside um, and not just be casual about it. Yeah, so true. And for me, a big turning point was when I spent money on myself for coaching. We grow up and we have coaches. We have coaches for all sorts of things. We take piano lessons. Sometimes we are in a sport, we have a coach, and then we get out of this college level and there's no coaches. We're supposed to be done with coaches. And one, after I came out of my teaching career and I went into the Tony Robbins arena, mm-hmm. uh, that was the first time someone was proposing coaching that seemed like a crazy amount of money to me. And it was coaching I wanted and felt like I needed. I stayed open and someone coached me and I found resources. It, it was a journey that's changed my life because I don't say no to things that I'm interested in anymore. I allow my, my being to navigate possibility. I mean, even if I see a car I love, maybe I used to say, I can't afford that. Right. I say, wow, that's beautiful. I wonder how that will show up. <laughs> exactly. It's perspective. And you know what? Things, ten, things tend to work out the way, you know, you envision them to work out too. I believe. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and if you, as you do invest in yourself, you're, you're letting the energy around you, whether you call it God, God force, universe, the quantum field. When you say yes to things or no to things, you're communicating with the field around you. 
So when you are skeptical constantly and you're looking for a way that things are not going to work, that's what you're going to get to see. That's right. And when you are looking for, uh, you're, you're sending messages. So even, even taking a small step, I would suggest for people who want to really um, start to magnify their, their steps in life towards what they want in their vision, even saying yes to a smaller part of somebody's program that you're, that you're intrigued with, you're intrigued for a reason. So maybe you can go in on their entry level. Maybe they have a little workshop for $49. And when you say yes to that, that, that opens up, you're actually valuing yourself. Yep. That you, all the things you spend money on, you're, you're sending out to the universe that you are, you are valuing yourself enough to put resources down. Right. I mean, some people are scrappy and they, they grab every free thing and that's great. <laughs> But I've personally found for myself, I, I can get a lot from free things. But when I actually started to, to value what I was going to do enough to put the resource down, I got more out of it because I brought everything to the table when I spent the money. I mean, Skin in had, the game. Have you had that experience as well? Skin in the game. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Um, just, it's... It, you show up more when you actually invest in it than if it's given to you. I think that's true almost in everything in life. So, and it's so funny that uh, the more I've, I've heard this through Abraham Hicks, that uh, when you put a demand out, when you put an, an interest out and you start uh, walking towards it, the, if you don't have a demand, it doesn't need to show up for you. Right. So it's important to put, you know, some, some people say be a demand for coaching or be a demand for more. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that. You too. Well, tell us how everybody can find you. Well, you can, you can find me um, on Instagram, Instagram, spirit river coaching, and you can find me personally on Instagram and M Klein art, A N N E M K L E I N A R T. And uh, you could connect with spiritrivercoaching.com and you could uh, get some interviews. You could, you could be connected with some of my, what I feel like are some of my most rewarding interviews that could support you. You can Thanks. do that for free by just signing up for the email list. And you can connect with me through that as well. And I can be contacted personally at Ann at spiritrivercoaching.com. So yeah, thank. I, I want to uh, thank you for what you do, Melissa. Oh, thank you. That you're sharing your life story with people, and then you're supporting people in in a path that's rewarding and valuable through your own experiences. And and now what you're doing for me in sharing my message with your community as well. It's generous, and I'm so appreciative. I feel like everybody has a story to tell and everybody has value and worth and they need to have people around them that help them see that. And that's why I started Come Out of Your Shelf. So I want to open the doors for everybody to find whatever door it is they need to walk through. Mm, yeah, so thank you. I've been very honored to meet you and yeah, know you. you. I, I'm looking thank forward you. to even more and I'll come up to your property. Yeah, and <laughs> a visit to the property. Oh, and I want to mention that when, when people sign up on the website, um, they get an opportunity to have a like 45 minute coaching call with me so oh, they cool. can get on the phone with me. And I just uh, am happy to meet anybody and say hi and see if there's something I can support them with in their journey. 
And yes, I would love to see you at Spirit River and do some paddling with me. Oh, yes. Early morning paddling on 